0: Welcome to Kick-Ass Radio, hosted by Jo Sainsbury, founder of Kick-Ass Women. Join Jo over the next hour as she shares stories and conversations that are both inspiring and empowering. Having spent over 30 years in the corporate sector, Jo Sainsbury kicked off her heels and became a coal train driver working in the rail and mining industry. It has been her goal ever since to empower and support women who are considering a career change into an industry role, making the transition as smooth as possible. Jo is a walking, talking success story of how taking the plunge into industry can open up a world of opportunity. And you can do it too. If you're a woman working in industry or considering a career change, this is the radio station
1: for you. Let's get into this episode of Kick-Ass Radio. Hey there, Glowgetters. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Radio show. Am I excited for today's show? You bet your kick-ass I am. Today, we have a very special guest by the name of Hayley Alot. Now, for as long as the English language has been trans- transcribed onto paper, there has been a constant need for content writing. We need written language to record events, converse over long distances, and most importantly, share information. Unfortunately, with different points of view and various language systems, the flow of information can get misconstrued if not presented correctly. Now, to solve this problem, people have studied the art of language. There are those who can manipulate words to persuade, people who can string a sentence together to create a precise image or give perfect instructions. Now, these experts understand how other humans interpret information, and they can tailor their writing to meet the needs of the audience. Now, this is the role of a copywriter. Copywriting is a profession typically associated with advertising and sales. The job of a copywriter is to take information and create a piece of writing that can convey it into an engaging, creative and an informative way. While a large percentage of copywriting jobs are in advertising, copywriters are not limited to this field. Instead, there are a variety of jobs a copywriter can choose from. Now, if you enjoy writing, you may have entertained the thought of becoming a full-time copywriter. When you learn how to become a copywriter, you can do exactly that. So copywriters spend their days writing prose for purposes of advertising to promote and sell goods and services, but not all of that. So with all that fresh in your mind, let's dig a little deeper and find out of our guest today, who I said is Hayley Aylott, an accredited journalist and accomplished copywriter. Let's see if we can get her to lift the veil on this mysterious profession and discuss the process behind all the amazing and global acclaimed content under her accomplished belt. Now, Haley knows how to captivate audiences through the raw power of storytelling. You are listening to the Kick-Ass Radio Show Kickstart, where we talk about all things women working in non-traditional roles in varied male-dominated industries and female-founded businesses, and I tell you how it is. I'm your host, Joe Sainsbury, The Glow Getter. I hope we can keep you in good company over the coming hour. A huge shout-out to all the women working out on track and on site today all over the globe. Stay safe and have a fantastic day or night shift. And this might also be a good time for a trigger warning that today's radio show does and may contain some adult language. Let's get into it. Welcome along to Kick Ass Radio. Hayley?
2: Hi, Jo. It's so lovely to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: And thank you for coming on the show and for sharing some of your valuable time with us today. I know you're super busy, but I also know we are going to enjoy your company and we're eager to get our get our writing skills up to speed and um, learn what we can off you today. So firstly, introduce us to Haley Aylott and tell us a bit about yourself and what led you to decide to pursue a career in copywriting and also brand strategy, and we'll talk a bit more about that later. So how did it happen? Was there anything in particular that drew you to the field?
2: Yeah, great question. So I have a background in, well, I studied journalism back in uni around nine years ago. Um, as you can probably tell, I'm from England. So yes. yeah, I studied in England and then um yeah, I moved to Australia around seven years ago, which uh, yeah, I kind of continued on the path of my career, which was predominantly in marketing and comms roles. Um, and I did a bit of traveling as well um, when I started out in Australia. So, but yeah, kind of in 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 a nutshell i kind of moved away from journalism because there wasn't many careers in journalism um so yeah marketing and comms was another avenue that i took um and then yeah that's kind of where i was at career wise and then um i started my business around 3 years ago which i predominantly started in um marketing and social media and then decided that no i really like this what copywriting is about and wanted to kind of get into that um, and started to um, get into that by joining a community called the Clever Copywriting School which is led by the amazing Kate Toon Um, and that's when I you know found all these other copywriters and was like right this is a job I can do it Um, and yeah I was super excited to kind of niche down into copywriting. Because, yeah, I've always had a bit of a passion for writing stories, um, as well as a bit of an interest in psychology. Um, So, yeah, I love working with people and finding out their why. Um, Yeah, it really lights me up when I speak to people about their passions and their goals. Um, And that's luckily what I get to do in this job day in, day out. So, yeah, can't can't say that. um, Yeah, I definitely don't love what I do because I do.
1: And that's a great transition. And like journalism, it is hard. It's 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 a lot of hard work, isn't it? And um, there's there's not a lot of opportunities to actually break out into it. Um, no. So yeah, um, a lot of a lot of tooth and nail stuff to um, pursue that. So yes, letting go of that corporate um, conformity of journalism and stepping out of of your comfort zone into content and um, copywriting. So were you an avid book reader? Is that where a lot of the storytelling comes from?
2: Yeah, I do love reading books. Um, and as well, when I was at school, I would love like, you know, if we got to be creative and write a story, I would love those kind of tasks. Um, but yeah, I never knew if I was a real, like, you know, at school, you're always kind of good at one particular thing. Um, I knew that I loved writing, but I was like, I'm not, I don't know if I'm actually good at it um so yeah it's one of those things where I've just kind of gone with what I'm passionate about and stuck with it so yeah I'm pretty lucky that um yeah I've managed to find something that I love and have managed to do that throughout my career
1: right so for our listeners that aren't exactly up to speed with copywriting um mm-hmm. I'm 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 an author myself so I know what what it's all about but yes. and it is really exciting but let's get our basics clear Can you tell our listeners what actually copywriting is and what do you do with it?
2: Yeah. So first things first, it's nothing to do with legals because I definitely get that questions a lot. (laughs) Saying, "Oh, so you write legal stuff?" and I'm like, "No, that's copyright." Um, Yeah, that's one of the biggest things that people get misconception,
1: misinterpretation, yeah, Yeah.
2: of copywriting. Um, But yeah, there's there's loads of different definitions if you look it up. But to me, it's the art of persuasive writing um human psychology and brand personality mm-hmm. so in a nutshell we're not just writers and um, we have to dig deep into every single brand that we work with uh, we have to learn about their product and service adapt to their tone of voice and live and breathe their values and mission as well as learn all about who their target audience is Um, And, you know, really write persuasive content to attract that particular target audience. Mm. Uh, So the delivery of service is so much more than words on a document. You know, I'm not just sitting around writing on a document uh, in a cafe. (laughs) You know, there's a lot more to it. There's like the actual initial conversation with the client is all about, you know, their brand and why they started and really unpacking that story. Um, and then bringing that to life through the power of words. Um, so yeah, there's a lot more to it than you know what, what meets the eye. And that's really what I love the most about it is that it's not just sitting and writing all day. Um, there's a lot of psychology and digging deep that goes on behind the scenes.
1: And, and that's right, you know, copywriters, they are professionals and you've learnt and practised your craft and mm-hmm. um, n- none of you were born knowing how to write excellent copy but it's definitely a skill that, you know, you have to learn and you have to um, be persistent with it, isn't it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, but, I mean, the main objective is of copywriting is kind of getting the reader's attention mm-hmm. yeah. um, and interest and then really getting them to take some sort of action um so yeah that's kind of the, in a nutshell if you want it to you know um but yeah there and, is so much more to it and
1: that's right and copywriting is at the core of nearly every business because businesses wouldn't be able to share their messages or their products or their services to potential customers without yep. getting them engaged like you said so you have to know the ins and outs of them and um target their audiences and hmm. It, it is a growing industry and I'm, I know that certainly is and um, copywriting as we know it today, it's been studied and recognised and it's an essential, a most essential part of marketing um, and more so now that we have, you know, the digitisational world and we've all got our social media. So how, do you, how, do you, um, how much do you get involved with social media content and copywriting?
2: Yeah, so obviously, like I said, I started my journey doing social media um, content management. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I was, you know, writing a lot of different um, businesses, content and scheduling and that as well. Um, So yeah, I'm pretty familiar with writing social media and it's one of my favorites. Um, But yeah, I just had to step back because managing pages for me was a lot to take on board.
1: It is a yeah. lot of work. It's a lot of bloody hard work. and you know, I know that firsthand. Yeah.
2: I definitely worship the social media managers out there because I think, you know, it's, uh, again, a lot more than meets the eye. Um, just having to, you know.
1: Constant engagement, stuff. isn't it?
2: Yeah, constant engagement and looking after so many different pages is your phone is never on silent. It's constantly going off. Um, So yeah, for me mentally, I just had to take a step back from managing pages, but I still write um, businesses content. Um, But yeah, I just don't do the management side of things.
1: But Just another quick question. What's the difference (laughs) between copywriting and content writing?
2: Yeah, awesome. And I, I do get this a lot. And I mean, I think at this stage, you know, in this era, it's not so much um, a separation, but in the old school terms, copywriting would usually be, um, you know, content that takes takes the readers to an action. So it's probably usually more traditional sales pages, websites. Um, emails and lead magnets, and then advertisements, whereas content writing is usually meant to be for education and entertainment purposes, so that would be more like your social media posts, blog posts, case studies um and things that are just a bit more not so much action orientated you know people can read and and go onto on to other things, whereas we're not asking them to take a specific action
1: action mm-hmm.
3: yeah
1: well that's that's more of an insight into it. And um, and that's and that's right. What you were saying, it's a general rule of thumb. Say, copywriting refers to writing marketing and promotional materials, and content writing, on the other hand, refers to writing informational, informational or editorial stuff. So, yeah. So that's. I think that's a pretty accurate description of what what each term means. Yeah. So, in regards to um, yourself, now Mm -hmm. your Tell us about the brand strategy. You've you've, um, branched out to brand strategy Mm -hmm. and how best can we get our products and services magnetized with brand strategy? What kind of background do you need to become a brand strategist?
2: Yeah, awesome. So brand strategy is obviously the heart of any brand. Um, So I like to say that it's the brand bible um, because it holds your secret sauce to what makes your brand special and unique so it's things that can't be replicated by others basically so the way that your brand communicates why your brand exists your unique story and selling point so that could be things like your mission vision vision and values Um, and as you can tell i'm pretty passionate about brands and them owning their why and not really following um, you know the generic ways of communicating Um, because at the end of the day if people are going onto your website they want to see something that's a bit different and know um you know why they should choose you over anyone else so if you're kind of saying things that are the same as someone else in your industry um you're not really standing out you know um yeah and as well humans are really smart you know we are quite smart people and we know now when brands are selling to us um so you know before it was pretty you know you could get away with advertising um but now people are onto it if you know if they're reading something and they know that it's blatantly selling they probably are going to disregard it
1: and there's always that there's always that when you get to the bottom but wait there's more just click here
2: exactly exactly we know all the tricks of yeah. the trade of marketing mm. now so us marketers have to think of smarter ways to kind of you know get people on board with what we're trying to um sell to them oh, mm. um, So the way that i really describe brand strategy is working out how you want to communicate um so how you can inject your brand personality and um, to build more of a community of people who are naturally drawn to you Um, because at the end of the day that's what we like as humans we like to connect with other humans and we want to buy from people that we genuinely connect with or genuinely want to uh, learn more about and you know understand a bit more about where they're coming from um you know we don't want to be working with strangers we want to know a bit more about them and um you know why they do what they do
1: do you ever run out of do you ever run out of ideas like you know it's after you have so many clients, you mm-hmm. don't run into um, you know comparing one to the other, and and you think, oh, that client um, they run along the same lines as this client here. So you've really got to separate those those businesses and those those brands, yeah. haven't you? Even they, they might be you know they might be selling or providing the similar services, but how do you yes. how do you continue to creatively come up with new ideas?
2: yeah it's it's definitely hard and I think that's why I don't I haven't niched down into a specific industry for that reason as well um, because it, it means that I can have more creativity with the different industries that I work with and I'm not kind of just one-sided in one industry. I think I would find that quite hard yeah. um, to, to think creatively just with one industry in mind. Um, but the way that I tend to do it is you know like I say that initial conversation is all about the client and why they started their business and really unpacking that story because yes someone out there might have the exact same product or service as you but they are not you and I think that the way that you you know, the reason why you've started your business and the, there is some sort of reason as to why you're different to anyone else on the market. Um, whether that's the way that you, um, whether that's a value that you believe in, whether you, you know, are ethically sourcing products from something, somewhere or there, like, or whether that's, you know, you only take on one client a month or something, you know, there's, there'll be something you different need- about yeah. too, to, um, to another brand. Um, So what I, you know, usually ask people to do is to go back to their why, you know, think about why are you different to anyone else who does the exact same thing as you? Why do people come to you? Um, What are you most known for? And how can you communicate in a way that resonates with those that you want to attract? Um, So, yeah, that's kind of what I, you know, ask a lot of my clients and, and get them to think about.
1: And you also have to be forward thinking with your with your clients too, to anticipate future trends and the success of their product or their service and to grow that. You've got to allow for the growth as well, haven't you? Like the expansion yes. of it.
2: Exactly. So the brand strategy, like I say, is that brand Bible, but it doesn't mean that it won't ever change because it it will along the way as you, you know, if you're just starting out as a business owner, your brand strategy might look completely different in, say, a couple of years as you kind of get to know a bit more about your target audience. You know, what you might think is your target audience may be very different down the track as you get to Know um, a bit more about who is, um, you know, looking or at mm-hmm. your service or product,
1: and I think it's. I think you need to have a bit of a um, a plan there. Like, only set yourself out like a twelve month plan with your marketing, because as you said, the demographic changes, and once you you take on board a few clients and whatnot, you do find yourself taking a different direction and thinking, oh no, that's not really where I was wanting to to direct um it's more in 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 this field or or in this manner Um, so yeah so definitely allow um if you've got a a a goal in mind or a vision in mind allow for that to actually grow and change like after a 12 month period i think because yeah you'll definitely come across hiccups you'll come across new ideas or new thought processes that will um change your initial um,
2: absolutely idea Mm. um
1: and, it, and that's right. And brand strategy at its core is how you shape the public perception of, of the brand and the business. And definitely a thorough understanding of the business, the landscape, the audience. So it's, it is equal parts research, science and art. And you're very creative, obviously. <laughs> so tell us about um, what services and products that you offer. Um, I know your website's brilliant being at Being a copywriter and a content writer, you've got an excellent uh, website there. So tell us a little bit about what you offer to the clients.
2: Yeah, so um, a range of different copywriting services. So I can do website copy to annual reports, um to award submissions I love writing award submissions
1: there's lots um, of them around at the moment so yes yeah,
2: absolutely yeah because I I love that feeling of you know telling that story of businesses and you know how how they are going above and beyond um in their industry and you know what um achievements they have uh, made as well that's really exciting to me um and like I say, I have uh, the social media, I have a package for social media content and they also have the brand strategy package as well. Um, so yeah, I have different packages and, and things, but yeah, I'm pretty open to people suggesting um, areas that they would like me to write. Um, and yeah, there's no boundaries at this stage.
1: <laughs> and I know it's as, as much as when we all start out in our own little businesses, um, we like to all do things ourselves. But uh, there's a lot of a lot of the unknown. Um, so engaging the services of a copywriter and content writer is definitely value and worthwhile. And it's 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 it, it's like taking an express train because um, we can bypass or you can bypass a lot of all those rabbit holes that you know leads us to falling into and getting overwhelmed and um, And you get there really quickly if you don't know what you're doing. So, yes, engaging um, the services of yourself is definitely worthwhile. Um, So as an intelligent creative, how do you prepare (laughs) or declutter your mind to make room for your creative work that you produce? How do you set your boundaries for mental wellness so you don't get like overload and you think, oh, I just can't do this anymore or I'm not doing this today?
2: Yes, I love this question and I think it, it it's really actually come out at the right time because it's something that I've noticed recently in myself that if I'm writing all morning by lunchtime I can literally feel exhausted and I'm like why am I so tired like but yeah it's that constant flow of creativity is is really hard to keep up like obviously um having the flexibility to kind of choose um, you know, what I do each day is is awesome for me because I know that I can only do so much writing in a day. So I will only block out so much writing time mm-hmm. and then focus on other areas of my business or other things that I can be doing that are not just writing. writing. Um, so, yeah, I know for me personally, I, I work better in the morning. I write better in the morning. Uh, but yeah anytime after lunch i'm i'm pretty much i'm my, my writing skills are not <laughs> not on point so um yeah for me it's writing in the morning and then um yeah always trying to switch things up in my week um and another thing i like to do is go for walks um and just you know reset my mind by stepping yep. outside away mm. from my debt away from the screen
1: listening that's to a so, that's so them. important to do that so it's yeah. that's, that's a great uh routine and great um boundary to set and you do need that to step away from that screen and and from
2: absolutely it it becomes mentally exhausting Mm -hmm. and and you know keeping you know mental health is something that I'm really quite passionate about as well and so I know my own boundaries with that as well and you know when I'm not feeling great I will you know take a break and walk away and come back to it another time um, so, yeah, that's that's really quite important to me to, to make sure that I don't burn out and have that work-life balance that I've really wanted um, and set myself up for. So, yeah.
1: And that's and, and you did say that. So um, decluttering your life and becoming organized, it starts with one important but easily overlooked step for everyone. And that is, as you said, you need to declutter your mind first. So you need to step away. From um, your workstation, from your work environment, and um, go go for that walk outside, or do a bit of exercise or activity, or go and cook or something. Whatever whatever de-stresses you and um, definitely resets the resets the mind. And you can only focus on one thing at a time. So. Um, let's face it multitasking is overrated so trying to answer an email take a phone call do the budget all at once it is it's likely to leave you with lots of things half done and feeling exhausted so you're much more likely to make mistakes exactly especially in writing aren't you if you're not sharp with your mind at the time
2: yeah. It's taken me a, a while to kind of get used to that. As a business owner, you feel like you should be doing everything at once. All the time. Yeah. Um, and I would, I would be switching between clients and going, oh, they've just sent me an email. But now, I, like I say, I really block out that time to dedicate mm. to one client. Because like I say, if I'm working with loads of different industries as well, it's really, really hard to switch from, you know, say beauty to real yep. estate. Yep. Or, you know, how can I, I can't do that um polar you know, opposites yeah yeah it, yes it takes a really big toll on my mind so I have to be mindful of what you know blocking out a, a time for each client and then working on that project um and then you know blocking out another time for another project and um, but yeah again that's that's taken me a, a long <laughs> a few years to work yep. that out work it out. yeah <laughs>
1: All right, we might just take a short little break and hear from one of the show's sponsors and we'll be back with the listeners soon.
3: Hey, Glowgetters, have you heard about Kick-Ass Women? Founded by Joe Sainsbury, Kick-Ass Women is dedicated to empowering and supporting women who are considering a career change into an industry role. Visit our brand new website at www.kickasswomen.com.au or follow Kickass Women on Facebook and LinkedIn today to keep up to date with all things Kickass Women and the incredible opportunities and content we have for you. See you there, Glow Getters.
1: Okay, thanks for tuning back in, listeners, and we are getting our words work with Hayley Alok. So Hayley's a copywriter and a brand strategist. Now, in your profession there, Hayley, how do you keep up to date with the current trends and the current market um, demands? Do you participate in a lot of professional development or um, within your industry networks there?
2: Yeah, great question. So like I said before, I'm part of the Clever Copywriting School. Um, So that's a membership that I'm a part of and um, there's trainings Um, and workshops and um, yeah loads of different um, things online um, that Kate Toon provides Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a really great network of people to kind of work alongside Mm -hmm. learn from um, and yeah just kind of see what everyone else is up to and how everyone else kind of works Um, and as well as like I say those trainings of um, yeah keeping up to date with um different aspects of copywriting and how to upskill and such things um so yeah that's been an amazing um source of information mm-hmm. for me that i use daily like mm-hmm. literally i'm logging on daily because um, you can go back and and look at all the trainings from previous years as mm-hmm. well so that's an amazing Great resource
1: Mm.
2: yeah absolutely
1: so um tell us about a uh, a time you've championed your way out of the corporate world and conforming to the norm like stepping out of your comfort zone was there anything or one particular instance that you thought i just had to had to get out
2: Yeah, so, um, like I say, mental health is something that's really, you know, important to me. And it's something that, you know, I've dealt with personally. um, And in my last job role, um, yeah, I was definitely creeping back into my anxiety and stuff. um, Just through, you know, the job itself wasn't quite right for me. um, And yeah, I just knew that I needed to do something different. Um, to make sure that I was keeping well um, and yeah the opportunity came around for me to start my business and I was like you know I need, I need to do something different Um so yeah that's how I got into my business how it is um, but yeah as well I feel like um, that starting a business is something that I've always wanted to do um, but it's always been pretty scary as well like a scary move and not something that a lot of people in my circle have done so I you know that's kind of set back of oh is it the right thing to do am I you know throwing everything away that I know to start something that I'm not sure is gonna work and um, yeah and um, so I yeah there was a lot of you know kind of things that I was worried about to start with and um, but yeah, just being in the corporate space I've worked out is not, is not for me. Um, it's, you know, I like to have the flexibility of, yeah. um, working for myself and that like work life balance that I'm really striving for. Obviously where <laughs> running a business is really hard it and is, some days yes. you don't get that work life mm-hmm. balance. Um, but you know, you can kind of, you know, if you really do want to take a break, you can, you can, you, can you don't have to life. ask anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just being your own boss is really empowering to me as well. Um, yeah, and not having to necessarily, um, you know, abide by the rules and do what you, do what you want to do is something that um, not not being put in a box. I think you know, in previous roles, I was definitely put in a box. I was just about um, to say.
1: To... So within the within those roles, did you ever find yourself standing amongst the tall copies? Like that's the term we we use for um imposter syndrome here in australia i'm not too sure whether you've heard of that um term poppies so you know what's your take on imposter syndrome did you actually um become a tall poppy at any stage there were you comparing yourself or being put down when you were trying to to start out as a copywriter
2: uh, not necessarily in my, corporate, not necessarily in my business, but definitely in the corporate space. Yeah. Um, being quite young in marketing and um, you know some of my um, colleagues and managers were a lot older than me. Um, and then you know I was pretty young and being in marketing, you know I wanted to always kind of come in and come in and change things and, and mix things up a little bit. and yeah, I did have some crazy ideas. And some people would just be like, what is she doing? Like, what, what is she trying to do? This is not how we do things. Watching well, you like, back into that box, were they trying to? Yeah, absolutely. And say, you know, feeling like, so I would feel like, oh, maybe, you know, I, I shouldn't do that or shouldn't say that. And, you know, I don't have a lot of experience. And that was always something that was in the back of my mind. Like, oh, well, you know, I'm still putting new Um I don't have as lot of experience as everyone else and you know now I, j- I just don't think like that. I just think it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how old or young you are, it doesn't matter how much experience you have. Um it, it just matters about how how passionate and willing you are um to to do what you do and to make it work and to get people on board. Um I think yeah, there's there's so much things about age and and you know it's it, it really frustrates me um how people just see young people as um lacking experience where it's like well they're they're here and they're eager to learn and just let them um go and do that
1: and i think you know when people are um putting in all the work behind the scenes you know the stuff that isn't instagrammable and which makes up the foundation for the success and um you do those things because you're driven by passion and by a greater sense of purpose and you want to contribute or give back to the community. So it's not to say that it won't still hurt if people, you know, do put you down or they don't celebrate your wins with you. Yeah. Of course it does and we're only all human. But as much as possible, we've got to remember why we started in these, in these roles and in our businesses, remember our vision, and you need to always mm-hmm. surround yourself with people who love and support you unconditionally but most of all, stand by your success. You've earned it. So always, always remember those points that um,
2: yeah, you step out of those
1: comfort zones for a reason. Mm,
2: yes. And I think as well, like for me, I know that, you know, I, I did the traditional thing of going to university and then, um, you know, always sticking with what I knew, which was, yep. you know, going into a job. And, mm. Yeah. And, and never going outside of that comfort zone. Mm. And that's why, for me, you know really starting a business was a massive you know I had to think long and hard about what I was doing, and it it the decision wasn't you know it it wasn't an easy one for me um because yeah, I didn't know what was on the other side, and that was a really scary thing, whereas obviously I was throwing away security of the job yeah. and um but yeah, like I say, I would never turn back because um yeah there's there is a different path than it you don't have to follow the traditional path and no. and yeah. Um, yeah i wish i could tell my younger self that but yeah. you know
1: i think we all do that. yeah
2: yeah don't follow what everyone else does, does. You know? there, yeah there,
1: there so was there way. any was there ever a and like you're still you're still very young. So has there been any major challenges in your career? Like um, what's been your biggest professional failure? And what has it taught you? So has there been a major lesson that you've learnt throughout your journey so yeah. far?
2: Yeah. So obviously being in writing, obviously people um, may have something to say about your writing. You know, they might not think it's very good, or they might not you know, you could send something to a client and they might say, oh, that's not what I expected or that's not kind of what I envisioned. Um, And obviously coming from a background in journalism, you know, I did get that a lot in my, you know, university degree as well. You know, some lecturers might say, you know, I didn't like that piece of work. So I am used to criticism, Mm -hmm. but obviously when you run your own business, you take it very personally. Um, So I've definitely come to learn that, um, yeah people weren 't always like you or weren 't always like what you do um but it doesn't mean that you are not good enough or that you 're a failure That's um, right. yeah That's and i i 'm very much a perfectionist, so I want everyone to love what I do and and appreciate you know all the things that I do um but yeah've i 've come to learn over the last two three years that i 've been in business that um yeah I try not to be a perfectionist mm. and take to heart as well like um, you know see feedback so obviously yep. I'm now kind of incorporating feedback into everything that I do um, and, and see that as, and you need as to well.
1: and you need to seek feedback because that's positive criticism and we all learn from yes. that and you need to exactly. treat it as positive criticism and exactly. as, it's it's a learning curve so definitely always seek that feedback it's it's um, it's one of the biggest learning learning lessons yep
2: exactly and it's how you grow and it is it's, yes. it's uh, I definitely see like owning failures and um, yep. don't, I don't see them as failures, see them as lessons. And I think that's yep. something that I've definitely learned um, over the last three years that, you know, I, if I fail in something, it, I'm not going to dwell on it and see it as a failure. I'm and it's not the,
1: it. it's not the be all end all. That's yeah, it.
2: yeah, exactly. And keep going and, and keep doing what you're doing. And yeah, um, yeah. that's,
1: So how do you stay being true to who you are? Yeah. Your your authenticity.
2: Yeah. So I try and show up every day um, and keep it real. Like I am who I am. Um, I am, you know, I I like to chat a lot. So, you know, if I end up chatting to people a lot more than um than you know what meets, you know, then what should be in the brief and stuff, then that's fine. Like I'm I'm not gonna not be chatty. Um as well as working with people and brands who align with my own values. Like when I started out, I was very much like, oh yeah take me on you know I'm I want to work with everyone and, and anyone but now I'm kind of like no I only really want to work with people who align with my own values and and visions and um, and that's purely because it, it it's you know if I'm writing something I have to kind of believe in what I'm writing otherwise right. it's 10 times harder and that's um, your
1: work ethic and you need to have yeah. that
3: yes yeah
2: exactly so that's me staying true to myself as well is is working with people who I you know if I don't agree with something then I'm you know I shouldn't really work with them right um as well as um dancing and laughing often is something that I abide by because um I love dancing and I laugh pretty much every day and I if I'm not laughing then something's wrong so
1: (laughs) (laughs) and it's, it's so much easier being authentic. So if you're, um, if, you're t- if you're tempted to forget about being yourself, well, living up to that facade is so much harder. So oh, always, excellent. yes, definitely um, be yourself. And, yes, great work ethic when you live in a line with your values and with others and surround yourself with others that um, are working alongside with you there. So is there anything you'd like to offer the listeners or anything else you'd like to talk to us about or tell us about any parting
2: advice? So I'd say my parting advice would definitely, like I say, um, don't dim your light and only ever shine light. Um, So be brave and bold at every given opportunity and always share your story because you never know who is listening or reading um, and the impacts that it might have. So for me, I know that I've definitely read people's stories or listened to people's stories. And it's it's really had a massive impact on me and the way that I've um, shaped uh, the way that I live my life. Because, yeah, the, there's people who are so inspiring. And um, when people share a story, even though it might be really raw and real, um, it's it's worth sharing because, yeah, you never know um, how much that might impact mm-hmm. someone. And that's right.
1: And we, and we don't know just the littlest bit of your story can be a major big impact on someone else. So it is always a good thing to share your story and don't be afraid to do so.
2: No. And I think that's it. Like, I think it's but you know if you are a personal brand sometimes you're like oh how much should I be saying about what I do and what I am and who I am and you know my partner or my dog or my cat or you know how much is too much information and I always say you know obviously we don't want to be knowing what you're eating for dinner every night exactly we want to know a bit more about you and who you are and what you do behind the scenes because like I say that human connection is so important and People don't buy into a business, they buy into the person. Um, So I truly believe that you can never share too much of your story um, and people will always want to know more about who you are and how you've got to where you are. I think it's really powerful.
1: Yeah. And um, I had a little little affirmation here which said, um, I think it's important for all creative people to experience the freedom of complete creative control. So make sure you create something just for you. It doesn't matter if it's great or if people like it or not. All that matters is it's yours. And like we said, not everyone has to like you and you don't have to like everyone. Go with, yes. yeah, go with your flow and stick with your flow.
2: Yeah, I love that. I thought that. <laughs> that's a great, great quote.
1: All right, so we can um, we'll share your your um, all your website your website links, your social media links up on uh, under the show notes. And um, anyone that would like to reach out for Haley for her professional service, by all means, do so. And you can uh, contact Haley through those um, links that we'll share. Um, we wish you all the best of luck, Haley, in your business, and we can see that you're exceptionally gifted at it. And um, we'll be, be looking for your name in lots of areas there and um, lots of referrals. We, we hear that you have been very well referred um, for your service and your, your content and copywriting. So um, that's it. Um, I do hope that you've enjoyed our chat today and we thank you very much for coming along.
2: Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been, it's been a great conversation. Loved it.
3: All right, then. Hey, glow getters did you know that Jo sainsbury is a published author for her book high heels to high viz and has been named an amazon number one bestseller telling the story about Jo's transition from the corporate sector into industry high heels to high viz acts as a guide for women who are considering a non-traditional role and career high heels to high viz is available for purchase online at all leading bookstores including amazon Dimex, waterstones and ebay
1: Well, that's it, guys. I do hope you've enjoyed our show and our guest. A very big special thank you to Hayley Aylott for sharing so much of this newfound and invaluable information with us. And I hope you have all found the information inspiring and it gives you something to ponder and perhaps action over the weekend. Maybe you will all consider taking up writing. Now, that's a bit of a fantastic creative idea. As you can see, there's a lot to learn when you're trying to grow your business Um, so you need good writing skills but you need someone that knows and can listen to you and can share your journey and your vision so it's important that you remain diligent to your purpose and your why, as Haley said. So if you need a copywriting expert on your team, get in touch with Haley for content that moves mountains and I'm sure it does move mountains. As always, I really appreciate you guys giving me your time to listen to this radio show. You can find more information on the episode and Haley in the show notes or on my social media pages. And we will share Hayley's um, website links and her social media links for all of you to get in touch with her. Reach out to me and follow me on Kick-Ass Women on Sains Sainsbury's social media pages if you haven't already. And I'd really love to hear from you guys. So show some love for Kick-Ass Radio Show by leaving me a review on BBS Radio Network. Well, that's all for today's show. Thanks for your company and for tuning in to Kick-Ass Radio. It's not goodbye, but see you later. Stay safe and well. Go crush it. Keep in touch. COSCOMs. Go on. Get your glow on. Become a glow getter. Thanks for
0: tuning in to another episode of Kick-Ass Radio, where we kick goals and deliver empowering conversations for women. Want to hear more from Kick-Ass Women and Joe Sainsbury? Visit the Kick-Ass Women website or follow Kick-Ass Women on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram. See you on the next episode of Kick-Ass Radio.